Today's message has been brought to you by Faith Family Church in Billings, Montana. For more information, visit faithfamilybillings.com. Last week we left off talking about a few of the feelings or emotions we experience in this life. We are in our final point in the series entitled Feelings to Accept and Feelings to Reject. I know that we have looked at our personal responsibility concerning spiritual growth. This can at times feel overwhelming because we know who we are naturally so well. How many have, you, you know yourself naturally, sometimes it feels like too well. <laughs> You're like, people say, well, you did this wrong, and you kind of think to yourself, oh, I know way worse things about myself than, <laughs> you know, it, it can feel that way naturally. But we're to renew our mind to the word of God, amen? We're to renew our mind to what he has said concerning us. And one of the things that I want you to understand is, is that you are not alone in spiritual growth. So in other words, when we talk about growing up spiritually, you are not the power behind your growth. The power source is grace. Grace, we are saved by grace through faith. Now, we hear that, and a lot of times just uh, because of particular, our particular way of that being preached or thinking that has been ingrained in us, we think, yeah, I'm going to heaven when I die. But that is a process. Now, yes, you're eternally secure if you've received Christ. But being saved by grace through faith, grace is a daily thing, and faith is a daily thing. Amen? So it, it doesn't matter whether you're sleeping or awake. You're supposed to be doing it by grace through faith. Amen. And, and sometimes, and I, and I, and I get this, uh, people hear that and they think, well, what does that mean? Well, believe with me that you'll see it. Because the level of my ability to explain or what the Lord wants to get through me does depend on how well you hear. And what I mean by that, your heart being open, right? So when it comes to spiritual growth, personal responsibility means we engage in the process. We do the things that are asked of us, but that doesn't mean we try to be the power. So let's use this example. How many have uh, watched planted a tree in your backyard and you watched it grow over the years? Did you see it struggle to grow as provided the environment was right? Do you go outside and hear the tree grunting? <laughs> no, because as long as the, the environment and the conditions are met around the seed, God built the ability for it to grow like it should. Does that make sense? So it's the same with you in spiritual growth. Sometimes, I think the biggest, the biggest, one of the biggest enemies we face is just our own impatience, naturally. We need to rest and relax and be patient. Like Dale has said, it's been a theme for me, but he said it probably a year ago in men's, but the Lord told him, slow down. And then when he said that, the Holy Spirit said, yeah, slow down. And the more I've slowed down, actually, the more we've been able to get done. 
Now that seems counterproductive because we live in a, you know, crazy, you know, if you're not moving, reading seven books, you know, watching the stock market every five seconds, you're, you're a nobody going nowhere. And God says, plant the seed, water the seed. And as it says in the parable of the sower, you don't know how it grows, but it does grow. So we're depending on God's grace to grow in us, right? So in our Vessels of Honor Bible study this morning, Mike had mentioned some things uh, that, he's, that he's teaching. He started part one this morning on a series called Gleanings. And one of the statements that he made, and it wasn't really in his note, it was just kind of in passing when he said it, but it really stuck, stuck out to me. He said this, that he was studying the words, or the word of God, and it changed his outlook. It changed what he did, and it changed his business. And when he said that, I went, that's it right there. When we hear the word of God, it should change our outlook. It should change what we do. When we cooperate with the Lord in our part as far as keeping the word in front of us, changing and allowing it to change our lives and what we do say, how we act, there is, that is an act of faith which the grace has already been provided within the seed of the word and the word begins to overtake our soul and our body. So when we're talking about in your control and dealing with our feeling, people say, well, I'm just not emotionally balanced like others. No, actually, you've just learned to be emotionally imbalanced. And people say, well, that, it's not fair. My mom was a yeller, so I'm a yeller. That may be a reality of how you got to where you are, but now you need, as a believer, you need to take yourself back to the word and say, okay, was Jesus a yeller and a plate thrower? <laughs> you say, a plate thrower. Yeah, this is a, a word picture of spouses fighting. People say, oh, no, Christian spouses never fight. That never happens. Well, not in church. No, we took too much time to look perfect when we showed up. Why ruin our per the perception of what other people think? Excuse me while I preach prophetically. I just... You know, if you just look forward, smile, and go, yes, amen, nobody will know I'm talking about you. <laughs> no, as believers, emotional stability is a sign of spiritual maturity. Well, they made me mad, and what's my response? Is my response conditional to what they did to me or conditional to who I am in Christ? Well, I just can't control myself. See, you don't know who you are in Christ. Because in Christ, you can control you by His grace. Now, it takes time to grow. 
so we won't get impatient, right? We won't get, we won't lose patience. Most people lose patience with themselves. I mean, others tend to help, but most people lose impatience with themselves. They actually, what they actually end up doing is exactly what the Lord told the ruler of the synagogue not to do. They get afraid and they let go. They don't keep believing. You've got to keep believing. You've got to keep standing and growing. Amen? So when we talked about feelings, we talk about feelings are essentially containers. Feelings are given by God, but they are not God. Spiritual growth does take personal responsibility. That means I'm going to look into the word of God, take responsibility for my flesh and my thinking, because that's what the Bible tells me to do. But I'm not going to take responsibility to be the power to overcome. I'm going to go ahead because God didn't give me that responsibility. The only responsible, uh, responsibility God gave me in my spiritual growth or emotional stability was to use my faith in conjunction with his power. So the issue is not whether God has the ability to have you live a balanced emotional life. The issue is, will I tap into what Christ has provided through grace with my faith and begin to put on the Lord Jesus Christ and make no provision for the flesh? I also want to say this to you. Just because you feel angry but walk in love does not make you a liar. Just because you feel hatred or impatience, but yet you chose to clothe your flesh with patience and love does not make you a liar. But the enemy will come to you and say, see, you feel this way. And that's where you, the first moment you hear that, you need to go, shut up, devil. I'm not a walking feeling. I have the nature of Christ within me. And this world is fallen, but guess what? In the spirit, I'm not. And I'm going to go ahead and put on patience. I'm going to go ahead and put on a soft look on my face. Come on, how many have seen the meme? Running around on Facebook, and it is hilarious, but we shouldn't be identifying with it. And it shows this girl, little girl, and she got a disgusted look on her face. And underneath it says, I really need to teach my expressions how to remain on the inside. To use their inside voice. Come on, have you ever, have you ever felt your face like you're, you're looking at somebody, they're saying something to you, and inside you're going, oh, but you don't realize your face is showing that too? And then you realize, wait a minute, what's my face doing? And you change it. That's putting on. Every day at work. <laughs> Spiritual growth in process. <laughs> As we mature spiritually, we actually don't feel the need to share our opinion about everything. I know. People say, well, no, it's just not my personality. Do you know your personality? Actually, we don't know our own personality until it's been saturated in resurrection.
until we put on Christ. Well, they've mistreated me for years. Go ahead and bless them. Well, it's not fair. We're not functioning on fair, we're functioning on faith. We are empowered to live above the way of the world. It's not only part of our witness, but if we understood, and I'm believing for this to settle in deep, if we understood the benefits spiritually, mentally, and physically here in living from the spirit and not from the flesh, we would cut off all flesh instantly. When we yield who we are emotionally to the enemy, we actually open the door for his activity in our, not only our emotions, but in us physically. And all of this is done through thoughts. You actually can open yourself up to, come on, medically they've proven that people that harbor unforgiveness can manifest things in their physical flesh that are disease. So we need to be aware of that spiritually because when we're strong that way, we actually can minister to people that are, uh, and, and are able to be a witness and a light to people that are just emotionally a wreck and spiritually immature or not saved at all. But if we're easily offended and haven't developed like we should emotionally, we will struggle to walk out kingdom principles and see the kingdom manifest in our lives here on earth. Jesus was so under control when he walked the earth that nothing moved him, nothing picked his time frames, made his decisions for him but the Lord only. And people say, well, yeah, but that was Jesus. But he didn't do it to prove he was the son of God. He did it as an example to you. And then through the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus, he empowered you to live that way. Come on. Some of you right now, you need to grab your emotion. I used to like Pastor Sean. <laughs> well, bless you. We love you. <laughs> and it's for your good, amen? <laughs> it's for my good. I'm glad we're on subjects like this. I mean, it would be just terrible if we all ran around spiritually in diapers for the rest of our lives. A major key to victory and spiritual growth in a believer's life is to fully embrace God's truth concerning who we are in Him. We are not lying when we believe and speak truth over our feelings. We are not lying. Galatians chapter 5 verse 16 says, I say then walk in the Spirit and you will not fulfill the lust or the desire of the flesh. For the flesh desires against the Spirit and the Spirit desires against the flesh... And these are contrary to one another. What are they? They're contrary to one another. So that you do not do the things that your flesh wishes. It says that you wish, but what he's talking about is the nature of the flesh. You actually have contrary things going on. Some people think they have a split personality. And it's not the issue. You just have a, cup, a nature in your flesh that wants to do one thing, and you have a nature of God on the inside of you. 
and you need to pick the nature of God. But notice it says so that you don't do the things that you wish or that your flesh wishes, which tells me what? It tells me that by the power of the resurrection within me, I can dominate and overrule the desires of my carnal nature. That's what that tells me right there. Well, that doesn't seem right. I just don't feel like that's so. Again, feelings are not your God. God is your God. Now, we live in a world today. I was reading an article to our... Uh, we had a staff meeting on Friday where I was, leaving, I was reading an article to them about a man who spent $15,000 to be a dog. To be a dog. Now, it's a, a computer dog, but this is how he wants to appear on the internet. He spent $15,000. I can think of much better uses for $15,000. I mean, a hot tub would be better. In the article, the gentleman said, though, he made statements about how in our day today and in our society today that we can be whatever we want to be, whatever we feel, and it's not rejected. Everything's accepted. Everything's okay. And this gentleman identifies as a dog. I will just say this, guys. (laughs) You say, why bring that up? Because if you let the nature of your flesh go it will go that direction. This is why we say this. We live in a culture where whatever you feel that day you are. We live in a culture today where I've seen on the news media, I've seen uh, people do these uh, news interviews or whatever about parents that have kids, and the parents are telling how they just allow their child to pick if they're a boy or a girl, whatever they feel like that day until they're old enough to figure out what they are. That's child abuse. It's, it's huge child abuse. We are to train our children up in the way that they're supposed to go. That means we should have control spiritually and developmentally in our own spiritual life over our own feelings. There are people who say, well, I love my child. I, won't, I don't want to tell them no. You love you and how you feel. And you need to tell your child no. There is a padded portion on every human. It's in the mid-lower region on the back side. I'm not sure on the exact genetic medical term, but I'm pretty sure just by the makeup, it was designed to be swatted every once in a while. Don't get political, brother. Just getting biblical. (laughs) If you love your child, you'll train them. You won't allow your feelings to dictate what you do. You'll allow truth. I will say this. Everybody in here has lying feelings. That's why we can't follow them. Now, we can appreciate them as we understand the word of God and live in a godly balance. It's okay to laugh. It's okay to have fun. It's okay to enjoy life as long as it doesn't violate the nature of the resurrection within. Amen? 
And so we can do this. We can live this way. Last week we looked at the nature of the flesh and a few of the emotions. We looked at hatred, contentions, jealousies, outbursts of wrath, selfish ambitions, dissensions, and envy. And so this, e- or this morning, I just want to wrap up with the last part of this verse. And it says this, But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, long-suffering, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. How many have felt those things before? You say, what was that? That was the nature of Christ within you rising up and filling your emotions. Because your thinking was in line with the Word of God and it creates balance. Now, we will never be able to stop the other feelings from being there. But we can dominate them. You say, how do we dominate them? Um, Notice one of the fruits of the Spirit in verse 23. Gentleness and what? Oh, some people think that's a cuss word. But it ain't. It's not self-control. Well, self-control, well, and people will say, they'll say, well, I just can't control myself in that area. I have to eat chocolate cake every day. You're allowing your natural desires to... Con- now, chocolate cake is not a sin. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is, is your spirit, man, some people <laughs> have their opinions on this, But spiritual people don't share their opinions. So (laughs) I'm teasing. I'm teasing. Okay, so that's me. All right, so. (laughs) But if the Lord is dealing with you, you know, just stop eating that for a little bit. Then stop. And see what your body tells you. All right, just do this. If you really want to become more aware of the voice of your body, fast Monday and Tuesday. Only drink water. First thing your body will do is, what time's church out? About five, six, seven minutes, right? What, what, what time's church out? We got to eat. They're going to, alarms go off in your body. We're going to the buffet. <laughs> This is, this is going to be bad, boys. And then Monday, if you stick to it and you only drink water, your body will go, we're going to die. It's over. And people will say, uh, people will be around you, your wife will ask you to do something, and you'll be mad. Not a, She didn't do nothing. You're just mad because you're allowing the nature of your flesh to dominate you. I don't know this because I've experienced it. People say, well, you know, I get hangry. That's carnality. And I'm talking to me. You know, I, I, I identified as a hangry for, for a long time. <laughs> I saw a thing on Facebook one time said, I, I'm hungry. And then it said underneath, it said, that means you have 20 minutes before I turn into another person. <laughs> That's carnality, Amen. Now, verse 24 says, those who are Christ's have what? What? 
with its and desires. If we live in the Spirit, we can what? Walk in the Spirit. If I'm living in the Spirit and walking in the Spirit, I'm controlling my emotions. I'm stable spiritually. I'm controlling the nature of my flesh, right? Colossians chapter 3, we'll wrap up with this right here. Colossians chapter 3. I love the Word of God. And, and you, the more you know, the better off you are. Colossians chapter 3. And I'm going to read this. If, verse 1. If then you were raised with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ is sitting at the right hand of God. Watch this. Set your mind on things above, not on things on the earth. Does this sound like Galatians 5? Wait, we'll get into it more. For you died and your life is hidden with Christ in God. When Christ is who, our, who is our life appears, then you also will appear with him in glory. Therefore, put to death your members which are on the earth, which are what? Fornication, uncleanness, passion, evil desire, covetousness, which is idolatry. Because of these things, the wrath of God is coming upon the sons of disobedience in which you yourselves once walked when you lived in them. But now you yourselves are to put off all of these. Put off what? Anger, wrath, malice, blasphemy, filthy language out of your mouth. Do not lie to one another since you have put off the what? Old man which, with his deeds. Verse 10, and have put on the new man who is renewed in knowledge according to the image of him who created him. This is why you need a church and teaching. Because you need knowledge. Because you need to realize that you're no longer a liar, a cusser, a blasphemer, a fornicator. Come on. You're no longer a slave to the desires of the flesh. You actually can go ahead and take off that old clothing and go ahead and put on the spirit clothing. And instead of getting revenge, you can actually bless. Because you're empowered by the spirit to do it because grace has been placed within you and faith is the way we operate. So when we step out by faith in this grace that's been provided for us and when somebody curses us, we pray for them and when they hate us, we love them and when they slap us on one cheek, we can turn the other and let them slap that one because we don't want just one red mark. We want even red marks on our face. But when you're being slapped, when you're being, when you're being lied about, when you're being uh, mistreated, when you're being abused, when you're be your flesh goes, get them, get them, get them. You have a weapon, Sean, use it. Load the guns. People say, oh, no, I don't think that. No, you just run around with secret bitterness in your heart, which is the same as loading the gun. Well, you don't know what they did to me. Again, as a believer, that is not viable. 
they mistreated me, they hurt me, they, they, this, they did, they, they, they and, and you need to put off concerning the old man and put on the new man. Stop listening to people that tell you you are what you feel. I mean, I have felt like an NBA player. You know, that shouldn't be that much laughing that quick. Okay, so. <laughs> but I am far from it. <laughs> Put on the... Where there is neither Greek nor Jew circumcised, verse 11, nor uncircumcised, barbarian, Scythian, slave, nor free, but Christ is all and in all. Do you know what Paul did there in verse 11? He said, I don't care what your background is. I don't care what your family is. Come on, this is the Holy Ghost saying this. I don't care if you're Scotch-Irish. I don't care if you're native. I don't care if you're Louisiana Cajun. I don't care if you're white, black. I don't care if you're yellow. I don't care what you are. That man died. You now have Christ within you. And I renew my mind to the resurrection within. I put on the Lord Jesus Christ and I walk forth in the victory that he's provided for me. And this is how we are in control. We are dealing with feeling. What do you mean? We have taken on personal responsibility concerning our spiritual growth. We have renewed our mind. We understand the nature that we are spirit. We possess a soul and we live in a body. We understand the fact that while we're on this earth, we're, our feelings, which are containers, are going to have different things given that we could put in there. But we also understand in exercising and knowing the word of God that we can discern between good and evil and we can choose to go ahead and say, no, unforgiveness I'm done with that. No anger, I'm done with that. I throw that off. No bitterness, I'm, that's out. No more. I'm not doing that anymore. No, I'm not a liar anymore. I don't need to, and I'm not insecure anymore. I don't need people's approval of me anymore. Come on, throw that stuff off and then go ahead and put on love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self-control. I refuse to argue with my spouse. I'm tired of buying new plates. I'm just going to leave them where they are. <laughs> Amen or oh me. I'm not going to live like that anymore. That's not who I am. Lord, forgive me for yielding to my flesh. Lord, teach me, show me. And then also in the process of this, I'm not going to quit because I make a mistake. Because I sin after I said I wouldn't. I'm probably the only one that's ever done that anyway. <laughs> right? I'm not going to do that, Lord. I'm, I'm going to keep going with you in faith. I'm not going to quit. I'm not going to get bitter toward other churches or my church. I'm not going to get angry and fight with other ministers and ministries. I'm not going to live in division and pain and, and hate and all of those things. I'm not going to be jealous if I don't have what somebody else has. I'm just going to keep on believing God, standing strong, moving forward, growing up spiritually because, Lord, I want to fulfill everything you have for my life at whatever level you decide. I'm not going backwards. I'm going forwards. 
Come on. I'm not going to identify as an addict anymore. I'm not going to identify as a... I identify with who you've made me to be, Lord, in the resurrection of Christ, and I step out in faith in that, and I apply all of those. I let it affect how I think. I let it affect what I do, say how I live. I have let it affect my family, my business, my... Come on. How I vote... And I'm not going to walk around and curse all the Democrats. I know, I know. Some people are like, ooh, ooh, I, I don't know if there's enough resurrection power for that. I, 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 uh, did you see what they've done? Do you see what they're trying to do? I see that they can't touch the resurrection. Even if they annihilated the nation. They can't. Besides that, I know some Republicans that could use Jesus. <laughs> My faith is not in those things. Come on, can you see this? Spiritual growth. Imagine going a whole week and you didn't even... Get emotionally knocked off kilter. Jesus was so in tune with his father that he preached what he wanted him to preach. People got so mad they took him out to a cliff where they, I guess, routinely threw people off it. Where's the throw-off cliff? Let's take him out there. And he just walked through the midst of them. Went on with God. You can do that. In Christ. Amen? There is no hopeless situation. Every head bowed, every eye closed. If you're watching online, we're so glad you're with us. I want to give an altar call right now. If you choose to respond online, we just need to let you know we have our people that are looking and seeing who's watching with us. We want to give you the same opportunity to give your life to Christ or rededicate it. If you're in the room here with us, and maybe you say, man, Sean, I, I got I to gotta make some things right here. I need to give my life to Christ. Or I have given my life to Christ at one time, but I've, I've backslidden away from him. And I just need to re make that commitment back to him as my Lord. So on either one of those, you need him as Savior and Lord, or you just need to recommit him as your Lord. You need to rededicate yourself back to him. Either one of those. If that's you, I just ask that you raise your hand where you're at. I want to pray with you. Thank you. Anybody else? Yep, thank you. Anybody else? Spirit of God just dealt with you today. Any online, Josh? Okay, thank you. Well, let's do this. Let's all pray together with these that have made this decision. And you can repeat after me. Just say, Father God, I come before you in Jesus' name. I have sinned, and it's wrong. And I don't want to remain this way. And I know Jesus paid the penalty for my sin.
So I confess that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, that He purchased my freedom on the cross, that His blood was shed for the removal of my sins. I confess that that happened for me. And I receive Jesus Christ as my Lord and Savior. I declare the blood of Jesus has cleansed me completely past, present, future. I'm a child of God. I'm born again by the Spirit of God. I have a new nature. When I leave this life, I'll go right to heaven to be with Jesus. But as I live this life, I consecrate you, Jesus, as my Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, before I dismiss you, I want to say this. If you did pray that prayer, uh, we have altar workers here available. Please come up. Don't run off. Come up and receive the new believers packet that we have for you. In addition to that packet on the website, there is under the sermons tab, which is faithfamilybillings.com, but there'll be information for that in the bags. There, on the website under the sermons tab, there's a, a section uh, in categories called new believers. And there are five messages on there that I want you to make a part of your diet for the next six months. You say, what do you mean by that? Eat those messages up. Listen to them over. They're audios. Over and over and over. They will help you become established in who you are in Christ. Um, if anybody does decide or has decided online that we didn't hear from, please message us. And we'll get that information to you as well. Did you get anything from the word? Yeah. Amen. So we bless you. Have a great week. We'll see you next Sunday. Thank you for taking the time to listen today. If you would like more information about Faith Family Church, including service times and location, visit faithfamilybillings.com.